0: I had the scripture here in in 1 John, the first chapter. Uh, that's where we'll start reading. And I, and I may just read. I don't know a whole lot here tonight. I don't know. But in in, in seemingly this kind of goes with with the way a lot of the, the, the comments and the testifying has been tonight. But uh, but just, just some of the thoughts maybe we had in this, if the Lord will have us to say anything, we will. If not, uh, we may just read maybe just this. I don't know. Maybe even the first couple of chapters, and and, and then we'll see. Thank you, Chad. But uh, but <coughs> but starting in the in the first verse of the first chapter of First John, it says that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled. Of the word of life. For the life was manifested. And we have seen it. And bear witness. And show unto you. That eternal life. Which was with the father. And was manifest. Unto us. That which we have seen. And heard. Declare we unto you. That ye also may have fellowship. With us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we we unto you that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. That's very bold, isn't it? That's very bold what John wrote down right there in that. You know, he's just being plain and simple in it. If you've got the Lord, you've got the Lord. If you've got the Lord and you still walk in the world, you're a liar. That's just plain in that. That's pretty harsh. and A lot of people don't like to take that because because just like what you were talking about, Judy, we want to we want to kind of sugarcoat every little old bit and piece of this and, and make ourselves feel better about a lot of our lifestyles and and not hurting a feeling or this and that. But John was very bold in this, and if anybody's going to preach love until you, John did. John preached love in in, in the belief of God and and all these things, but he's telling you in this right here, this is love. To tell the truth about some things. And that's what he done here. He said. But if we walk in the light. As he is in the light. We have fellowship. One with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ the son. Cleanseth us. Cleanseth us from all sin. Now, Now in this where my heart's been. Has been in Fellowship. You know, it's a word we use a whole lot of times, Bobby. We sit down and talk and we're fellowshipping one with another. You know, and and, and and there's a very important thing about being a child of God. There will not only be a fellowship with our voice, there'll be a fellowship with our spirit. There'll be something that will link up in there if you're a child of God. And what is that? It's the light. It's Jesus Christ. John was writing here in this, and, and it just it just really uh, grabbed a hold of me as as I as I kept reading through this. Uh, it, it says that which we have. He, he said, "For you back it on up in this. He's talking about the things that he'd seen with his own eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the work of li- of the word of life." And you think about that, and you think, "Well, John was there. He saw Jesus. He got to, he got to lay his hands on Jesus." But I want you to keep reading on down in this. He said. For the life was manifested. And we have seen it. It was made plain. It was clear. And we have seen it. And bear witness. And show unto you. That eternal life. Which was with the Father. And was manifest unto us. So what's John doing? He's testifying of Jesus Christ. He's fellowshipping. And he's he's trying to share the gospel right here. And he's talking to the brethren in this. He said, "That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father, and with His Son Jesus Christ. So, so if 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 if, if, if John saw Him and John handled Him, John knew Him in the fellowship of, of seeing Him with His own eyes, and He was manifest." He's letting it be known right here unto these people. This is after the death of Christ. He's he's in my fellowship. He's, He's wanting to share that with them. That they could come into fellowship with the same thing. The same thing. Though he may have seen him with his eyes. Though he may have laid his very hands on him. John had to receive him in the spirit. Just like me and you do. His natural hands touching Jesus. His natural eyes laid upon him. There was a time in John's life when he had to receive him as Savior. As a risen king. As a born again man of God. He had to receive him into his heart just like everybody else did. And who's his fellowship with? It's with the Father. Through the Son. That's where we gain our fellowship in this. And and, and, and I'll get on down in it. But, but, but understand in this that he said, but if we walk in the light, there was a difference And there will be a difference in your life if you're walking with the Lord. He said, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light. We have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin. We deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us. Uh, our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. There's some very, very telltale signs. If you're a child of God or not, you're going to be walking in the light. That's according to the word of God. You're going to be trying your best to do God's will, and you'll have fellowship one with another. We'll be able to come in here and be able to fellowship in the Spirit. You know, one of these days, if we're born again, we're going to be in heaven, and the Bible says we'll be we'll know as we're known. I won't be looking at you like you look right now, Isaac. You know how I truly know you, Earlene, by the Spirit. By the Spirit, I ain't gonna go up there and see a gray headed Conley Freeman. No, I ain't. I'm gonna. When we get together, we'll fellowship in the Spirit of God. In that, because that down in there ain't never got older since it got saved. It's just as brand new today as it was when it got saved. My soul is just as a, just as new as it was on the day that it got saved. And when we come together, it's going to be in the spirit. We'll have on our new mansion. This old body here, this old temple, this old tabernacle is going to be dissolved. And we'll have a body like unto his. One that won't never age, one that won't never grow old. But that same fellowship, what I want you to understand, that same fellowship is the same fellowship we ought to have today. In the spirit. Loving one another. That's what John's teaching us in, in, his, in his scriptures right here. Is the love of God. That passes all understanding. How you can love. He said if you if you don't love somebody. Then how then dwell the love of God in you. If, you. if you shut up your bowels of compassion. How is it that the love of God. If you've got hatred towards your neighbor. We get into this second chapter. You've got hatred towards your neighbor. How's the Lord dwelling in you? Some of the people that's done me what what I would consider the most wrong in my life, I still love them. I can't help it. I want to see them uh, 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 walking in the light and, and see and, and 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 being able to have fellowship. I want that fellowship with every man. That's what I desire in my life, and that's what God desires. But He goes on down. He said, my little children, these things write I unto you that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but also for the sins of the whole world. So so understand that. Does that not let you know there's not a limited amount that can have this? Don't that let you know that, that, that it's that it's unto all whosoever that can come to this, but also for the sins of the whole world? It don't say for for just a few. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. And, and, and that's the, that's the thing right there. I look, you know what a command is? It, it's, it's to bid, to order, uh, to, to direct, to govern, lead, or direct. He came and he walked a life in this world that set an example for me and you. What did he do when they spit on him, Judy? What did he do when they plucked his beard, Tommy? What did he do when they stuck nails in his hands and his feet? What came out of his mouth? Why? Why? Why did he say, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they did"? Why did he say that? Because he's not willing that any should perish, but that all—that very one that was swinging the hammer on that day, that very one that pierced his side, that very one that cried out in hatred, "Give us Barabbas." He loved. And how should me and you. What is the commandment of God. That we love one another. How should we love. As Christ loved us. You go over and read in the book of John. In in, in the 15th chapter. And what does he say. Over there. No greater love than this. Than a man lay down his life for his friend. What did he do for me and you. Our sins nailed him to the cross. Our disobedience to his law is the very reason he had to die. The very reason God sent his only begotten son, Isaac. The very reason. But what did God say? I love you. Though, you, though you're the reason that I'm here, I want you to have salvation. And I'm gonna lay down my life for the whole world. <coughs> for every man, for every woman, for every boy, for every girl. How should me and you love the same way? The same way. When we look on somebody and we ought to look through the eyes of Christ, and we ought to look and love. You know what? He looked and he hated sin. God hates sin. And he writes, John writes unto him that you sin not. But if you do, we've got an advocate, we've got a, a mediator, we've got a go between between us and God that loves us enough that He made a way that we could come out of the sin. And if we love Him, we'll keep His commandments. One of them is He told Nicodemus, "You must be born again." Commands unto us that we love one another. If we love one another, we'll pray for one another. If we love one another, the filthiest, rotten, nasty sinner that we know of, we can pray that God will save their soul. There's some heinous crimes that take place in this life. Things that just utterly irritates me It makes me mad. To the very core of my being, Isaac. And I truly want the, the 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 law of this land to come upon some of them people as hard as it can come. That they face the judgment they should face for the for the acts that they've done. But I can honestly tell you, I pray God to save us all. God save them from where they're at. How can you be that way? Look what he did. Who do you think he died for? What did the Bible say? Christ came to save who? Sinners. Sinners. That's who he came to save. Yeah. And me and you better be praying for every one of them just like he did. And if we got the love of God in our heart, we will. Yeah. Do you know what? I must be just plain old. At the time, we can't even set the church with another Christian without having an all against them. That ain't the mind of Christ. That ain't God Almighty. That ain't the way the Lord laid this out. This ain't what He told us to do. Love one another. Judy, it's like what your family's trying to get you to do. Go and get what God says right. You can love them and stand for what God says. And if, if, if they'll get to where God is, there'll be a fellowship there. Right now, there's a break in the fellowship because they're not following God. Keep loving them. Keep praying for them. Keep calling their name out. And hereby we do know that we know him if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is love is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him he that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. And, and I thought about that to, to, to abide means to remain or to stay there. If we love Him and He loves us, His Spirit's going to abide in us, and we're going to abide in Him, and and our love is going to shine, and it's going it's going to be shed abroad through this world. There's a lot of people today that, that 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 just like I said a while ago that can't even get in the presence of each other. That's not the Spirit of God. That's not the love of God. But we need to be. that he, he that saith he abide in him. Ought himself also. To walk even as he walked. Where did he go? He went right in the midst. Of people that hated him. And he gave himself. The Bible says on over in here. It says that we know that we've passed from death unto life. Because we love the brethren. You know who else you got to love? The sinner. Not just. Not just my four and no more, not just community chapel, and not just not just Pinnacle View, not just a few, not just all, but love the brethren. And love the sinner. He said, He said, Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye from the begin which had ye from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Again a new commandment I write unto you. Which thing is true in him and in you. Because the darkness is past. And the true light now shineth. He that saith he is in the light. And hateth his brother. Is in darkness even until now. Now that's That's a pretty plain statement there again. It's 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 something we don't like to we don't like to go to. I, a lot of times, I, and I've said this before here, and I, and I know a lot of people don't don't don't. It, it, it may it may just settle wrong with them, but I'm I'm afraid we're praying for a lot of people to get back in church that ain't never been in church. I believe we're praying for a lot of people. And to get back in church. That ain't never been in church. Now they might have sat on a pew somewhere. They may have been to a Bible school. They may have been, they may have been a member somewhere. But have they ever truly been in the church? If, 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 if they've lived 30, 40, 50 years. Without knowing. Being able to see the results of God on their life. This here says that they're a liar. And I'm telling you. I, I believe I've seen people. That, that, that's gone out of church. And the Lord brought them back. I'm not saying that can't happen. But we need to pray. That for some of these people. To get saved I believe. To truly come to the knowledge of God. And, and a lot of times. If we, we hang on to these things. To make ourselves feel better. That if something happens to them. That they're going to be all right. When they've never known the Lord. That's not, I know, popular. But it's the Word of God. He said, "He, He that saith he is in the light, and hateth his brother, is in darkness, even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is none occasion of stumbling in him. That's a pretty bold statement, too. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because that darkness hath blinded his eyes. I write unto you, little children. Because your eyes are, because your sins are forgiven. You, your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the father. I have written unto you, fathers, Because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you young men. Because ye are strong. And the word of God abideth in you. And ye have overcome the wicked one. Now listen. He gives out a a, a warning here to Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world. The love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away, now listen, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. That's what I want our youngins to get a hold of. That's what John was writing unto the children, the young men, the fathers is writing unto them. You abide in this. You stay with this. He said. He said. Uh, 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 for for that is in for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and and the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And he said up there in the 15th he said love not the world neither the things that are in the world he said that if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him and the 17th there he said "And, and and the world passeth away and the lust thereof but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever little children it is the last time And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. See, John was writing about the last time. they some today that thinks that it's just, they're, they're being able to tell it as it's unfolding right in front of them. John said it was the last time. John said that there was already many antichrist. This is long, long ago here. These things has already been taking place. These things has already been going on. Time's already been winding down. God has already been long-suffering for a long time. And we better take heed unto that. We better be abiding with Him in the light. We better be walking where we need to be walking. To be a light unto this world. That's why he was telling them. What was the benefit of what he was telling the little children. The fathers and, and the young men here. That they walk in the light. Why? Because that light needs to be high and lifted up. Why? Because you go right back into that first chapter. What was he wanting over there? He said that which we have seen and heard. Declare we under you. That ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus, and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full. And and, and and he was writing all this unto them right there, so that they could share the same thing they had, so that God could be manifest in other people's lives. That's what the church's job is. It ain't to shine for our glory. It's to lift up the light of Jesus Christ. It's to abide in His righteousness that we have fellowship with Him that others may gain that same fellowship. Why? Because He come in and and up there He said in the second verse, He said, and He is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only. Not for ours only there. He wasn't just preaching to a certain few that could have this. He said, not for ours only. But also for the sins of the whole world, he wants. If we're walking in fellowship, and I hope I hope this is coming out. If we're walking in fellowship like we should be, if we're remaining in God like we should be, then we're going to be shining brighter and brighter. What happens when you bring more light together? It gets brighter and brighter. And if we're doing that, then then others is going to see that, and it's going to draw. More into the fellowship of God. They went out. See, let me back up, little children. It is the eighteenth. It is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. Now, who's he talking about here? Listen to this. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, and they, that they might be made manifest that they were not of us, not all of us. But ye have an unction from the Holy Holy One, and ye know all things. I have not written unto you, because ye know not the truth, but because you know it. And that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. Okay. He that denieth, And I want you to really pay attention right here. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. So everyone. You go right back up there. They went out from us. But they were not of us. The ones that walked away from the gospel, the ones that denied it when it came by their way, the ones when God called to them to receive the Holy Ghost, they walked away from it. They denied it. They rejected the Holy Ghost of God. And he says, if you reject the Holy Ghost the the, 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 the blaspheme against the Holy Ghost of God, what do you do? You put yourself in danger of what? Damnation of hell. When you reject the Holy Ghost of God. That's what these that walked out from them were. Ones that had denied Christ. Not ones that had already been formed into Antichrist. But ones that denied him. Anti means to be against something. They turned their hearts against God. They turned their hearts against God. He said who is a liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ. Listen. He is Antichrist. That denies the Father and the Son. Whosoever denies the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. Let that therefore abide in you. Which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you. Ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And when we're born again, we hear the gospel. If you receive that gospel and don't deny it, then what does it do, Isaac Woody? It abides in you. It remains in you. But when you deny that, you reject that, there's no more an unction of the Holy Ghost because you have denied and rejected it. You have denied and rejected it. It's not denied you. It's not rejected you. You have denied it. That's why you don't have an unction of the Holy Ghost. And you know what you become when you've done that? Antichrist. Against God. Against the gospel. But when that gospel is received. It abides with you. When you're saved. You've got Christ Jesus indwelling and abiding in you. You've got an unction of the Holy Ghost. You've got something that drives you, that moves you, to spread the gospel, to love your neighbor, to do these things. Do you want to know why some has went out from you? You want to know why down through the years some's turned against the churches, some's went against that set right under the gospel duty, and then turned around and lived some kind of awful ungodly lifestyle? You want to know why? Because they wasn't part of us. They wasn't part of. us. The people of God. Why were they not part of it? Because they rejected. Because they denied. No other reason. They denied. He said. He said. uh, Let therefore. Let that therefore. Let that therefore. Abide in you. Which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning. Shall remain in you. Ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he hath promised us, even eternal life. These things have I written unto you concerning them that seduce you. But the anointing which ye have received of him abideth in you. And ye need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in Him. What anointing is He talking about? The Spirit of God, that Holy Ghost, to you that come to dwell in you. What 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 pricks your heart every time you sin, every time you come short, every time you. You don't do what you're supposed to. The truth. What did He say was abiding in? It is the truth, and it is no lie. And even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in Him. You got no nobody has to teach you how to be saved. Nobody has to teach you how to love. I've said it from from the time I got saved. When I got saved, calling Freeman. And the Holy Ghost started abiding and remaining in me when I received it and didn't deny it. I come up out of my bed, Cheryl, and I got a hold of anybody and everybody I could get my hands on, and I loved them. I woke up the next morning wanting to go to church. Nobody forced that into me. Nobody teach that to me. I didn't have to go through a, 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 a ceremony to be able to learn how to love and Didn't have to have somebody teach me I should be in church. I had a spirit of truth in me. I had the spirit of the Holy Ghost with an unction unto it. That wanted me to go to church. That wanted me to love my neighbor. There was no need that a man had to teach me that. Sure there's growth. And when you get under the true preached word of God. You will grow under it. But you know what's going to teach you? A man preaching in the Spirit and you receiving it in the Spirit. That's what's going to teach you. It ain't going to be my head knowledge. It ain't going to be Dr. Who or whatever's uh, head knowledge of it. It ain't going to be no other man's head knowledge of nothing. But it's going to be a Spirit that comes out that that won't have to come around here and twist you from from what you've learned since you was a child, and, and that you've been in some kind of tradition. And you, it won't be a spirit of having to come out here and and, and reconvert you into what you should be. And you know what that spirit does when it's preached in the spirit? It bears witness, early. and it says, "Truth, truth, and truth will agree." If it's something that tears your gut all to pieces when you've known it as truth, you better be weary of it. Stay with the truth. Stay with the Spirit. Don't believe it because Charlie Freeman preached it. Believe it because the Spirit taught you to. Them. I don't believe it because Henry Rice and Furman Wilson. Them men's dead and gone. I believe it because the Spirit. I believe it because what abideth in me. I don't preach it to you to, 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 to teach you. Let the Spirit teach you. I preach it that that Spirit, Spirit bears witness. And that's what abides in me. And you know what we'll have in that? Fellowship. What happens when you have fellowship? You say it common? Yeah. Grow. Yeah. Grow. We love one another. And even when people go contrary to the word of God, we love them and we pray for them. But we stay firm to what our conviction is. We stay firm. To what the truth says down on the inside of us. And believe what abides in you. That same spirit that draws you out, Judy, and saved your soul. Is not going to lead you wrong. But there is other spirits that's going around in this world. There is other spirits. There is spirits of antichrist. There's things that goes against this gospel, Julian. And John was writing unto these little children. Unto these young men. Unto these fathers. You be careful what you're listening to. These seducers. What is a seducer? It's somebody that's going to just woo you in. It's somebody that's going to draw you in. What is Satan? What did he do, Dana, in the very beginning? He seduced these. Tried to take a little truth and mingle it in with a big old lie. He told her what she wanted to hear, and he drew her in. And twisted her up. Did you want to know something? Even in that day, without the indwelling Spirit of God, her and Adam both knew what they were doing. They knew. Why? Because the truth had been spoken, the word had been spoken. And that word, you know what they did? What did he say the Antichrist does? Who is an Antichrist? He that denies. He that denies. What did Adam and Eve do in that day? They denied. They denied the truth. They denied the law of God. And it brought death upon them. Right there. Antichrist. What? that what denied God man's flesh that's what's going on today man's turning the gospel away and believing a lie and what's he doing becoming an antichrist he's rejected the word of God he said and now little children abide in him. That when he shall appear we may be we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. If ye know that he is righteous, ye know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. And I just want to read the fourteenth over in the third, and I'm I'm about done. And we all know it. 13th, maybe even in it. And you can go over and read this over in John, even in the 15th chapter, some of these same things. But he says, Marvel not, my brethren, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. Whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer. And ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Now, understand, not not a physical, not not a pulling out a gun and shooting another man, but listen to this. He said, whosoever hateth his brother is a murderer, and ye know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. So if you can hate your brother, if you can hate another human being, Where's the love of God at in your life? You can get to that point in your life to where you just despise the very sight of somebody. You're a murderer. You can go around trashing and talking about other people. Where's the love of God at in that? It's not in that. He said, Hereby perceive we love the... Hereby perceive we... That the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, listen, as we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso, whoso hath this world's goods, and seeth his brother have need, and shutteth up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us love, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before Him. I'll stop right there. I feel that's all the Lord would have us to, to do. Maybe, like I say, maybe just a little bit of a teaching tonight. That's what was on my heart heavy today. As we got to studying and going more into it, the Lord showed us that it was the way, and then even more of the testifying of the church and, and, and a lot of the things I felt it was it still right where the Lord had us to go. But love one another. Keep praying. Keep abiding in this. And keep shining the light of the gospel. Let it shine. But that's you what we've so got. Much of it.